Welcome to another season of the Resilience Movement podcast. Firstly, let me say thank you, thank you, thank you to all the people who have downloaded our listeners. I am extremely grateful for you. I can't wait to bring you some really great stuff in season five. So again, thank you for tuning in. The next podcast that we are doing is about unlearning what you've learned. And sometimes we need to unlearn stuff to move forward. So thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Resilience Movement Podcast, and I'm your host, Donna Moulds. Super excited to have another episode coming out. And I loved this term when I heard it because Um, Where I heard it from was an interview with ladies who were talking about they had to unlearn their childhood. And, you know, I've been unlearning a lot of stuff all my life. And this can come down to, if you think about, uh, sometimes we need to unlearn relationships. Sometimes we need to unlearn family dynamics, uh, unlearn how we do business. I know I certainly had to do that. And we have to unlearn sometimes friendships if they're not the types of friendships that we want. So, you know, we get to a point where we have a bit of an awakening and we go, oh, this isn't really what I want. And let me give you an example in business. Now, even if you haven't had a business, you may have had um, in your career particular jobs and the way in things um, that they were done in that particular job. You could move to another job and they don't like it done like that. So you have to unlearn what you know and learn a different way depending on where you're working. So that process we we do go through um, quite often. So let me talk about from my perspective of business. So I'm currently unlearning how I did things for 12, 13 years I worked really hard in my business, um, long hours, juggled a family with that and always thought I had to hustle, you know, really I had to prove myself. I had to, you know, always do my best. Um, Customer service was extremely important in my business. And then last year a lot of changes happened and um, my business as I knew it for 13 years was no longer. So I have spent the last year unlearning the things that I've done for 13 years. I no longer wish to hustle, but I have to unlearn the hustle, right, and having to prove myself or having to, um, you know, seek approval. And when I say that, I've not been someone who seeks approval of others. But when you're in business, and especially the business that I was in, you have to have government approval for things. You have to have you know, you're always ticking a box and making sure the T's are crosses and the I's are dotted. And, you know, so there's lots of things that you do. And of course, I don't live in that world anymore. And so I'm having to unlearn the hustle. And I think if I'm not hustling, I'm not doing it right. I'm not working it. So I often have to remind myself. And, you know, that's that's in business and that's a process. And that's where you go through an awakening or a, a conscious awareness that this is no longer the way you have to do things. In fact, I know I'm not actually capable of doing what I did to the degree that I did it, nor do I want to be. Um, I'm at a very different stage in my life. I also look at the world in a different way. 
and um, I guess I have my own rules for myself and boundaries that I'm prepared to go to, um, but I'm certainly not going to hustle. And I want to, you know, think if you know that you don't want to do something a certain way anymore, you have that conscious awareness of it. But sometimes we don't know how to do different because we don't have an example, a role model, um, I guess, a vision. You just know that that's not how you want to do it anymore. So you go on a journey and you're seeking information and you're looking for maybe role models or mentors or whatever it might be. And of course, we have a wealth of information on the internet. So that's, you know, it's not hard to find different examples of what we might want. And sometimes we have to go through and go, no, that's not for me. No, that's not for me. And that could happen for quite a period of time until you go, oh my gosh, yep, that's it. I found it. And so when you are looking and searching and testing all these different theories of of how you want things to be, it's all just a journey. It doesn't have to be right or wrong. It just means that you're trialing a different, you know, a few different processes. Now, let me talk about relationships. So way, way, way back when I first started having a relationship, you know, I was a teenager. I thought, you know, as with all teenagers, we know it all and we have a good example and we're going to do it differently to, you know, maybe some things that we've seen. But I didn't. For a long time, I didn't do it differently because I didn't understand what I was attracting. I didn't understand my own boundaries. In fact, I don't think I had any boundaries. I don't think I understood self-love and self-respect and all of those things as much as I do now. So when you, again, are having an awakening, sometimes it takes a little while for you to figure out what it is you want because for a long time we only know what we don't want, right? So we can easily say, and I've experienced this for many years in my business, when you ask a student what they want, they can easily tell you what they don't want right? So what we have to do, whether it's anything that we want to unlearn, we need to establish what it is we want. What do you want it to look like? What do you want it to feel like? What other results you want to get? And then you go through the process of going, okay, if I go in this direction, is it going to give me what I want? If I do this action, am I moving towards what I want? Or am I moving towards what I don't want? You know, as I've said in many of my previous podcasts, thoughts become things, right? So what we focus on is what we get. So when you uh, want something and you focus on it, then you will actually see more of what you want. I'll give you an example of this. If anyone has recently bought a car or over the years you can remember buying a car, When you were starting to think about the car that you wanted, might be the colour, might be the style, the size, whatever it might be, you actually start to see those cars. Just think about that for a minute. I'm sure you can remember a time. Um, For those of you who have had children when you were pregnant, all of a sudden you see pregnant women everywhere. Um, If you wanted to go and experience something or go on a holiday, Next minute, you meet people who are wanting to do the same thing or have done the same thing. This was a perfect example 
in 2012 when I had already committed to trekking Kokoda. Uh, I was going in April um, and it was interesting because a painter who came to paint my office had already trekked Kokoda. So he gave me some great tips. So when you are really focused on what you want, those things start to appear or experiences come or people come into your life or you start to see similar things to what you want. So the awakening and having the conscious awareness of it means you can start to direct yourself. Now, sometimes we'll fall back into old habits. Sometimes we'll fall back into old uh, maybe patterns of what we've done. And so when you have that conscious awareness, you become more aware much faster than you previously have been. So, for example, if in business I was starting to hustle again, I'm going to become more aware of that and go, whoa, okay, what's going on here? Why am I falling back into these old patterns? And let me tell you, for a start, when I started this journey of change and not wanting to be in the hustle, I was probably so scared I was going to fall back into that pattern that I actually procrastinated a lot or avoided doing things because I went, oh, I don't want to become, I don't want to fall into that pattern again. So it was really interesting to be going through that journey and specifically in relationships. Um, So for me, there are some clear People might call them red flags, but I just call them I'm consciously aware of particular things. Um, You know, for example, I saw someone for a couple of weeks and I said sarcasm is really not my thing. I I don't think we should use sarcasm to tear anyone down. Um, So when I established that this particular person um, was extremely sarcastic very early on, um, even with strangers, um, I, I kind of went, no, that's that's normal behaviour for them and that's not really something that I, you know, want to do. And when I tried to talk to that person about it, they were reluctant to um, even really talk about it. So, you know, there's things that are just red flags for me of what I'm doing, my behaviours, so that I don't fall back into those learned behaviours. And sometimes that can be harder to do when those, they're kind of like your blueprint for life. This is what you've always done. So again, think about when you're learning to unlearn something, just become more consciously aware of what it is you do that you don't want to do anymore, whether it's hustle in business or in your job or be a people pleaser, making sure that everybody else is happy you know, and then once you're aware of that, then that's when you can start to change it and think of what do I want to be like? What do I want to do? And if answers are coming up for you of what you don't want to do, you just need to chunk down a little deeper into your thinking and go, well, what is it that I really want? So here are some of the benefits of unlearning behaviour. You stop cycles right? So when you're unlearning behavior, you stop cycles that you just no longer want. So you're not going to pass those on anymore. You stop cycles at work of people hustling or having to prove themselves all the time in such a negative way that it's detrimental to the person. You know, if it causes you significant stress, if it causes you to feel unwell or 
just not feel your authentic self, then maybe that's a sign that you should stop doing it. All right. And so if you don't know how to change the cycle of what you've been doing, then maybe reach out to someone, a coach, a friend, uh, a trusted friend, a, a, a colleague that you can trust as well and talk to them about it. Hey, this is a pattern I've got and I really don't want this pattern to continue. So, you know, what what do you think would be a really good uh, step to take? in order to to change this or I see that you do it this way how did you end up doing it that way you know Jim Rohn who was a mentor of mine for many years he said if you want to become a really good mum find a really good mum and take her to lunch and ask her how she juggles it how she does it all if you want to become someone who is great at time management find someone who's really great at time management and ask them how they do it you know there's evidence of success everywhere so whatever it is that you want to do start to seek out people who do it well and focus on what you can do and then don't try and do it all in one go have some baby steps that you can continuously do so that you can change that behavior you know when someone talks about 21 days to create a new habit you know there's some research out there that says it takes 66 days don't know why 66 but there's solid research out there that says it does so you've got to consistently do something different if you want a different change for a period of time so go forth and unlearn those things that you don't want anymore and learn new things whether it be in relationships in your business in your career in your family in friendships whatever it is we all have the ability to unlearn learned behavior Okay, so it's been great chatting with you. Thank you so much for tuning in. And until next time, bye for now. 